mama friend welcome to episode two of generation on a mission let's get real for a hot minute there are times when your toddler drives you up the mother loving wall don't act like you don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about those days where they are just on it tantrum after tantrum after tantrum after tantrum You know those days when you have a hard time thinking about anything else other than your toddler's last tantrum or the one that happened literally two minutes before that or even two minutes before that when he decided to pee all over the floor even after you asked him if he needed to go potty and he said no. Also, here's a pro tip. Don't ever ask if they need to go potty, but that's for a different episode, literally. All you can focus on is how much patience you don't have and how you are ever going to make it through until your husband comes home and you can pawn the little tykes onto him. Also, that's probably not the healthiest approach for a thriving marriage, but again, I digress. But how do you make it through those days without losing your sanity? Well, today I'm going to share six tips I use to get through the days where I'm just surviving about inches away from putting up the white flag and letting my toddler take the win for the day. Let's get all jacked up for today's show. Hey there, Mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. (laughs) So funny story, my son was with his dad changing the brakes on the car and they had to jack it up. So now when he's playing with his cars or anything that he has to lift up, he says, Everything is just all jacked up. So I thought I'd throw that one in there because, you know, it's cute. So there's that. But first, I do want to ask, how you doing, Mama? Is today one of those days where your toddler is fighting you tooth and nail and you're out of energy and it's only 9 o'clock in the morning? Girl, I feel you so hard. See, there I go making it awkward again. (laughs) Well, maybe you can relate to this. Your toddler wakes up all happy, like ready for his day. And you're like, yes, today's going to be awesome. He is as happy as a clam and you're just so excited to get your day started because he seems like he's in the best mood. And then you say the magical words, it's time to go potty. And the first cognizant thing you remember him saying or yelling is, no, I don't want to go potty. Okay, here we go. That's just tantrum number one. You can handle this, mama. You got this. You finally make it through. And you may have gotten kicked or at least yelled at. Hopefully not. But you made it through. Things are looking up. They're going to turn around. It's not going to be a bad day after all. Ah, well, then tantrum number two is on the horizon because now it's breakfast time and he doesn't want the blue cup. He wants the yellow cup. And the list goes on all day long with the sharing and the taking of the toys and the I don't want that and the nose and the putting the jackets on and literally everything is an issue. So what do you do? 
Well, here are my six tips that I use when my toddler is having one of those days. Close your eyes. I know you can picture it with me. Those days, those days when there really isn't an end in sight to those. So what do I do? First and foremost, I lean on Jesus. I even model praying in front of my toddler, which I'll explain in a second. Well, what does it mean to lean on Jesus? What does that look like? Well, first thing in the morning is I wake up and pray. I thank God for the day and I surrender my day to God. So much easier said than done. (laughs) But I give that control, or at least I try to give that control up to him. I ask him, God, can you please help me through any frustrations that may come my way today and give me the wisdom to parent my toddler with intention the way you want me to parent him. Not according to my will, but according to your will. I ask him also to open my eyes to see situations in a new light and pray for the right ways to handle the situations and the turmoil that come my way. Because those are the times when I get the most frustrated. Everything's all hunky-dory when my toddler is doing what he's supposed to be doing, but it's those times of frustration when my toddler is being defiant or having a moment that I really need to learn how to lean on Jesus. So in those times of turmoil, when I feel my heart starting to beat faster because my toddler is being testy, I take a break from my toddler and I pray again. I say, God, I don't know how you want me to parent my toddler in this specific moment. He's giving me all the bad feels right now and I need you to help me through it because I feel like giving up. Lord, help me. I don't want to screw this up and I need you. And when I do that, that gives me time to gather my thoughts. But the thing is, is that sometimes I choose to be human and take over on my own accord. And while that doesn't turn out so pretty, in times like those when I choose not to listen and lean on God's guidance, I start seeing the situation slipping through the cracks and my toddler starts to escalate and I get all yelly and someone or the both of us are about to lose it. Or actually, in hindsight, it's probably already lost. It's a losing battle that I have lost because I didn't take the time. Well, I took the time to lean on Jesus, but I didn't take the time to intentionally use what Jesus is teaching me in that moment and apply it to the temper team. But typically in those moments when I take over, someone ends up in tears. Usually it's him, but I gotta be honest, sometimes it's me. So like I said a minute ago, sometimes I pray in front of my toddler when I'm frustrated and I actually find that I'm most successful with my praying when I pray in front of my toddler. One, because it kind of holds me accountable and it's not saying, okay, Michelle, I just said this prayer and now, you know, I'm going to do things according to my own way because no one heard me say it out loud. And this actually sends the message that, okay, I said a prayer and I'm going to be intentional intentional about applying this prayer because you heard me say it. So I do this also because it models that even I turn to God when I'm upset or hurt or don't know what to do. And I ask him to take over the situation for me because I can't control it on my own. Be my hands, be my words, be my thoughts because I can't manage to do this on my own and it actually usually calms my toddler i'm assuming it's because he sees that i don't actually want to be mad at him in the situation 
I want to find ways to get through it. And I find that praying to God helps me to at least gain some composure and some clarity through the next few moments. And I've actually had moments when my toddler was frustrated and he's prayed to God to help him get rid of his frustrations, which also reminds you that even though they don't always seem like they're listening, they are. So just remember that when you're modeling your prayers, they hear that and they're going to start picking up on that. And although it may not be often, they may start to model that when they're frustrated in the moment. So when I pray, I take time to surrender my frustrations and give those moments to God to help me view the situation through a different lens. And that gives me time to think about a different way I can respond to meet my toddler's needs or at least help him to snap out of his funk that he's in. But I have to be intentional about listening and actually following through with those thoughts instead of letting my own impulses take over which uh, is so dang hard sometimes you know what I'm saying hello it's called being a human congratulations you're normal if you know exactly what I'm talking about those difficult moments that you want to hand over to God and you're not sure how to do it and you said your prayer and then you took over you're normal but that doesn't mean you should stop trying or stop leaning into what God is wanting you to do All right, moving on to tip number two. Sometimes you just need to podcast it out. Girl, you need to take time to listen to podcasts that make you happy. I personally find that parenting and faith-led podcasts make me happy because they give me hope and a different way to look at things and they give me new strategies for me to try to help better myself and my family. So my tip for you is set aside some quiet activities while you take time to put in a little ear thingy in your ear and listen to something that makes you happy. So I personally do this when I'm making lunch. I just turn on my speaker and I listen to podcasts that help better myself as a human. And it makes me feel better about myself because I've learned something new that I can try to apply to my toddler or to myself for the rest of the day. So either during lunch or nap time, just make it a point at some point in the day to listen to something that makes you happy. And after you're done listening to your podcast, jot down a takeaway and focus on that for the rest of the day. Jot it on a post-it and look at it as often as you can when you're going through those trying moments with your toddler. If podcasts aren't your thing, blare music. Sometimes if times are really tough and it's one of those waited out moments where I can see that no one is going to win the battle when my toddler is melting down, I'll leave him alone. I'll go into the kitchen and I will blare happy music, whether that's Christian music or whether that's Don't Worry, Be Happy or that Three Little Birds Outside My Window song. Something that just puts me in a good mood. I'll empty the dishwasher or complete some sort of other household chore where I can take my mind off of what's going on, listen to the happy music until my toddler says he's ready to make kind choices and we can go back and move on with our day. So that's tip number two. Tip number three when your toddler is in beast mode is to just journal for a hot minute. Pull out a cute notebook or a boring one, whatever tickles your fancy. Sometimes all it takes to get out your frustrations is to write them down for even just a few minutes, a minute here and there, whatever time you have, write out what's frustrating you and tear it up and throw it in the trash. And that makes me feel so much better when I do that because it's like a weight is lifted off my shoulder. I got it out. 
I didn't verbalize it. I wanted to, I didn't, and I threw it up in the trash, it's gone. I didn't throw it up, I tore it up and threw it in the trash and it's gone. Or you can write down something good that's happened or a prayer and give it up to God and just sit on it and reflect on it for a minute. Because the more you put intention into focusing on those things that make you happy, the happier your thoughts are, the happier your mindset becomes, and the more lighthearted the rest of the day is going to be when you're focused on the positive. So don't be afraid to just journal out your frustrations, write down something good, and focus on that for the rest of the day. Tip number four, read a devotional. Oh my goodness gracious, this is my go-to for a majority of the day, especially when my toddler is going through the turmoil of the tantrum. So I use this Bible app called YouVersion, which has so, so many devotionals about everything. I'm currently reading about four devotionals at the present moment, which is a lot, but that means uh, times have been rough recently. (laughs) Most of them are about how to think before I speak, finding my purpose, and you guessed it, momming. Yes, a lot of them are about parenting because in those tough times, I need those verses and advice at my fingertips when I'm about to lose my mother-loving marbles. So I open it up, I gather some advice, I read a Bible verse, take a deep breath, and I move on with my day. And sometimes that happens several times a day, which is exactly why I have four devotionals going on right now. I use those devotionals to give me hope and give me truth that I am parenting on purpose. I am parenting for a bigger purpose than what I'm going through right now with my toddler in this specific moment. He needs me to be there for him. And those devotionals are exactly there to help me realize that things aren't as bad as they seem and that I'm doing things for the glory of God and that's gonna get me through whatever else comes my way that day. So just keep that in your back pocket. Literally, your phone's in your back pocket. You can pull up that app and refer to it whenever times are tough. All right, number five. This is probably my favorite tip. Remember that your toddler is a kid and take the time to see him through a different lens. Take the time when he's frustrated to look at the pictures he's created on the walls or just look at the pictures that are hanging up in his bedroom that remind you that he's just a kid. Take the time to look on the shelves and the mess on the floor and remember why you became a parent in the first place. Think about all the love and the fun you have and all the things that your toddler says that just make you laugh, like when he says things are all jacked up. Think about his giggle. I love to just watch my toddler pitter-patter down the hall and listen to him giggle because the thing is, you need to remember that he's only this little for so long and although those temper tantrums may seem so tough and so Like, how am I ever going to get through this because this phase is lasting forever? Just keep in mind that they're only this little for so long and their problems are going to be so much bigger later on down the road and you're going to wish you had these times back. So just embrace them and don't forget to take the time to remember that God entrusted you with these babies in the first place. He had faith that you could do it and he's putting you to the test but he knew that you could do it and that he blessed you with them for a reason and for me thinking about the fact that two years ago you know I I wasn't as tired but I also didn't have the laughs and the memories and 
even the love I have today. Thinking about that always makes my heart a little lighter and makes me want to continue to be better for myself. It helps me reshift my mind and shoot, it even sometimes makes me laugh at the meltdowns after thinking about that. Yes, <laughs> I look at it through a different lens and when my toddler is melting down, I start to chuckle to myself simply because the meltdowns are often things that are so, so tiny, but to them, it's such a big deal. And it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I feel you. I mean, I'd be sad too if my mom told me I couldn't put a crayon in the electrical outlet, but their minds, their worlds are just so small and their problems are so big. It, how can you not look at that and, and your heart just kind of melts for a minute thinking they're losing their marbles over... <laughs> like a ripped up napkin. I mean, seriously, so, so small. And when you take the time to think about why your toddler is melting down, it may just make you chuckle a little bit and offer a little bit more love. You know, pending on if it's not like an offensible tantrum, that's again a different story for a different day. But if it's just a meltdown, just take the time to think about, well, why is he really melting down? And can I find some innocence in this to hold on to and just make me laugh and pull me through for the next few moments until we're back in a happy place. All right, number six, the most important on the days when you're drowning in tantrum is to forgive your toddlers or your kids and show them grace. Don't let the previous tantrum dictate how you respond to the next tantrum. I'm going to be honest, this one is a little difficult for me because I tend to not let things go. <laughs> I'm working on it, but I'm sure those who know me right now are like, yeah, dumb Michelle. I mean, I know I'm not the only one out there. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I know you have days when the very first thing in the morning with which you were greeted was a tantrum and you're like, mother of Mary, what is today going to be like? You text your husband and you're like, well, today already sucks because I got yelled at first thing. And then, you know, while you're on the phone texting, your kid pees all over the floor and then, well, now your day is officially ruined and it's not even 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, those kids. I know that sounds familiar. So the best advice I give to myself in that situation when I'm texting my husband literally saying this day is the worst already and it's only going to get worse from here is to think about how each tantrum or rough moment is just that. It's a moment or perhaps moments, but it's not a definition of how your day is going or how your day will go from there. But sometimes it does take a mindset change and a little pep talk from myself to tell me, Michelle, it's just a moment in my day. I need to acknowledge that it happened and move on. I can't hold on to the previous temper tantrums and say, this day just sucks. It's just temper tantrum after temper tantrum after temper tantrum. Yes, we have those days, but we still need to remember the importance of forgiving our toddlers or our kids when they make mistakes and try to offer them grace and move on. Because if you focus on the days where he's just in a mood and you're focused on the negative, then that's just what the rest of the day is going to be like. So I personally, on those days, have to ask myself, when he's in a mood, what can I do to help him get out of it? Yes, trash trucks help sometimes when it's trash day, but sometimes I need to just be prepared with a few more strategies or activities that will help him find happiness that day. And sometimes it's just being prepared to offer a little bit more TLC 
in those days when he is all over the place with the temper tantrums and it's up to you to switch your mindset to think, okay, I can either focus on all of this negative jazz that's going on in my day or I can focus on a way to help show my toddler the love that he needs a little bit more so that we can get through this together and that way he's focused on making his day better for himself and you're also focused on finding hope in your day and knowing that you are going to make it through with a little extra tender loving care. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. Parenting is not always easy. In fact, it flat out sometimes downright sucks. But you have to remember that these are just phases and that God wants you to be successful in these moments. He wants you to turn to him. So don't be afraid to shove your human self out of the way and strap onto his word and advice and pray about how he's using you because mama, he is using you. Don't be shy about doing things for yourself and your sanity along the way. Listen to podcasts, take time to journal or read a devotional throughout the day and find ways to make yourself laugh. And yes, I know that sometimes that is so tough. Jesus have mercy on me. It's so tough, but it's important. And lastly, think about how you can see your child through a different lens. Think about those little pitter patters and those giggly moments and remember why you became a parent in the first place and let that feeling give you hope that you're going to make it through those turmoil days of tantrums. You will make it through. And if all else fails, find a friend to talk to. It's never a bad idea either. But so your girl's going to give you some homework today. The next time your toddler or kid is on a roll with the tantrums, I want you to dig back into this podcast and use one of these strategies to help you get through the turmoil. I want you to take a note how you felt before your toddler was experiencing these tantrums. Was your heart racing? Were you thinking you were about to lose it? Were you wanting to step outside? I mean, that's even another option too that I didn't mention was just step outside, take a breather. I do that too. Just throwing that out there. It's a last minute tip number seven hidden in there for you. But take note about how you were feeling before those temper tantrums and how you felt after you took a moment for yourself. I'd love for you to share that tip that you used that helped you through that temper tantrum and how it changed the way you handled the next one or ones or just the rest of the day. I would love for you to add it to your stories on IG, Instagram, and tag me in it at Michelle Shaw. And I'll be sure to tag you in my stories and we can spread some mama love and knowledge together. Also, if you're wanting a a one-on-one coaching call to help you overcome the struggles of parenting littles or enhance your little one's cognitive skills, send me a DM at Michelle Schaff and I will send you all the deets about how we can work together. That's all from me. See you next time, mama. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.